Today we're continuing our series on Nature Study Q&A. If you've missed any of the previous episodes, check the show notes for links. Last week, Karen talked to us about nature study ideas for preschool, shared some great ideas, and I'm excited to hear her thoughts today. We're going to be talking about what's the balance between nature study and science lessons. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Today joining me is Karen Smith. Karen, thanks for coming along on more Nature Study Q&A. Today we have some great questions all about the balance, I guess you'd say, between nature study and elementary science lessons, mainly elementary. This could go throughout all the grades, but the questions we got were mainly for elementary, okay? Let me give you some samples of these questions. One parent said, I feel pressured for my seven-year-old daughter to know more science than just nature study. How can I include other science topics like space, earth, weather, or technology? Another mom said, what are the goals to accomplish during an outing? And someone else said, should our weekly nature hike go along with our science studies or just go its spontaneous way? And one more, just because you don't have enough questions already. These are all kind of connected though. If each child is interested in a different type of nature study, should I be getting them books to read or what? All right, so what's the relationship or the balance between nature study and elementary science lessons? Your nature study should be coupled with science lessons. We recommend for grades one through three to do formal science lessons twice a week, and for grades four through six, three times a week. That way the children are getting a foundation. But nature study piques the interest for the books that you can get. And reading the books piques the interest for being out in nature. So it's kind of like so, a, a continuous cycle. Yes. Like they're, they're reading these nature books and doing the, the books are what they're doing during their science lessons. Yes. And that motivates them to want to learn more outside. Yes. It and, gets them excited. Yeah. Can I find this where I live? And then once they're outside, they see those things, but they see other things too. It's like, oh, I want to learn about that. So, so now. So go back to the books yes. to learn more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's continuous. Now, you said first through third grade. We recommend twice, twice a, week a week for formal lessons, mm -hmm. science lessons, fourth through sixth grade, three times a week. Yes. Does that include the nature study or is nature study another day of the week? Nature study is another day of the week. So for first through third, you'll spend three days out of the week on science related things, formal lessons and on two nature days, study. And nature study mm -hmm. the third day, okay. And fourth through sixth would be four days three days for formal lessons and one day for nature study. Okay, got it, got it. Now I know you have written some wonderful formal science lessons for those grades. I just happened to have them with me, brought them along. Um, you've got discovering what God has made, that's for grades one through one three. Through three. Mm -hmm. And then exploring what God has made. For grades four through six. Yeah, so this one would be three days mm -hmm. a week. And both of those are based on the days of creation. So science topics that come out of 
following the days of creation. So these include things like the one parent was asking, I want to talk to my child about weather yes. and stuff like that. These would mm -hmm. include stuff mm -hmm. like they that. They would have some of that, yeah. yes. All right, and then you also have Pond and Stream Companion and Outdoor Secrets Companion. Yes. And learning about birds is not yours, it's no. mine, but it is still an <laughs> elementary science course. <laughs> And these are for the elementary grades as well. These are yes. all available on our web. We can leave links to these mm -hmm. in the show notes. But that's what you would be doing either two days a week or three, three days, days a week. week. Mm -hmm. And some of those have nature study ideas in them, right? They do. And those nature study ideas in those books all relate to what the children are reading. Now, your nature study that you would do outside of those can be about anything. It can be something that you choose you want to focus on for, it can be a short period of time. Today we're going to go out and look at the flowers that are blooming, and next week maybe we'll look at the insects. Or it can be more long-term. We want to learn all the trees in our yard or our neighborhood. And so that might take you several weeks of a focus. Um, sometimes you could follow your child's lead. What are you interested in today? What should we go look at? That sort of a thing. My youngest is so intrigued by birds these days. She has a bird clock. And, you know, she'll tell you what each hour, which bird it is. And the other day we were sitting just at the lunch table, have a big picture window there, looking out on the woods in the back. And just the time we were sitting there, a cardinal landed on the deck railing an eastern bluebird landed on the bird feeder, and a robin landed on a tree in the back. And she spotted each of those and was just watching them the whole time. That was just, it was so yes. fun to see her interest blooming yes. with that interaction, yes. if you will. And that's a good thing. She has an interest in that now. So you can kind of capitalize on that for your nature study and learn the cause, learn what you can about the birds when you're out in nature, listen to see if you can hear different birds, and keep your eyes open, both on the ground and in the trees, to find out which birds you can spot. And th those are good things, follow your child's lead. Mm -hmm. But if your child always tends towards the same things, feel free to nudge that child into something that they may not have discovered yet. because. We need to be, we all need to be exposed to more things than what we tend towards. That's true. And our children are still learning, and they don't quite know what they might be interested in until maybe you've nudged them in a direction. They don't know what they don't know yet. Right. You know, it might be. Exactly. There might be a whole new world out there they've never even thought about before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that idea. If you want to do a more systematic approach to nature study, because you really don't know where to start. Yeah. We have a resource that can help you. I just happened to have brought that along too. Our journaling a year in nature will give you topics throughout the seasons that you can focus on when you go out. Um, they, there are prompts for each topic to give you an idea of what to look for for I, each nature topic. So I love that resource because it was I remember when you made it, and we sat down and, and I was like, okay, what kinds of things can we look for in autumn? 
And that's fine. We can look at trees. But what are we looking for in the tree in mm -hmm. autumn? You know, right. I don't know what kind of questions to ask in autumn versus in spring about trees. So it's just brain dump time. Yes. Tell me what to look for. So we put it all in there. And you'll be looking, you'll be visiting trees every season. Yes. Yeah, so you but can see how they questions. change. Yeah. Yes. And so I just love how it follows through the year and gives you those prompts Eat one for each week. So you might do trees one week. You might do um, insects. And there's, I know there's bushes, mm -hmm. one bushes and shrubs Mammals, or something like that. There's weather. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Go to a stuff. different location. Yeah, lots of different mm -hmm. ideas. But tracking it through the year, that is such a great resource. Thanks for writing that, by the way. That's so helpful. So, what about the mom who asked about goals? Yes. What are the goals that we're trying to accomplish here? Our goals, particularly for grades one through six, we want to increase those observation skills. Mm. And I know, I don't know if you have looked at our oldest granddaughter's nature journal. Yeah, yeah. And from the time when she was little until now, which she's still young, but, the, but her observation skills increased greatly over about three or four years. Yes. And it was all just being out in nature and being... Natural, and being, just organic. Being taught to notice things, not in a very formal way, but why don't you look at this? Mm -hmm. And because her mother would look at something and comment, just, mm -hmm. you know, not like you should see this necessarily, but it was like, oh, and look at that, because it interested her mother. Yes. And so it modeled it, and it also showed her what else she could be looking yes. for. Yeah. And those ob observation skills are useful not just for nature study, but they're useful in other areas of our lives. Mm. How many times do we need to observe what's going on around us? A lot. So increase those observation skills. You want your children to enjoy being out in nature. Nature is such a good place to go to refresh ourselves, to clear our minds, and really just to enjoy the beauty that God has made for us here. I like how Charlotte said that we go into nature to get life in perspective. That's a good way to put it. It really does help you with that. And one of the other goals is we are laying a foundation for those science courses that are going to come later in your child's life. Well, I thought about that so, fleetingly when you said increasing their observation skills, that that's going to play a big role in future science lessons specifically. Yes, yes. As well um, as other areas of life. Right. But, the yeah. experiments that they might do, they will, they will be able to closely observe those and learn from those. But also, I mean, all the different topics that you can cover in those elementary years, you don't have to go in depth. You're, you're making hooks to hang things on. So when they get to those biology and chemistry and earth science and those types of courses, they already have a foundation to build on. It's not foreign to them when they get to those courses. And they have a personal relation with it. So it's not just something I read in a book. Yes. It is something yes. I've observed personally. Yes, and they bring those connections yes. to the formal science lessons with them. And then the most important thing about nature study is 
gaining that appreciation for God's creation. And it really goes beyond just observing the beauty, but the more you study nature, the more you learn about God. If you think about, if you've ever seen a waterfall or um, larger waves at a beach, you're seeing just a small portion of God's power. If you see those and, you're, and you stand in awe at the power of those, that's only a small taste of the power our God has. And that's just one example. But there are many things like that in nature that remind us of who our God is, his character, and his abilities. And Charlotte talked about that a lot, how even the, the flower in the, I think she said, cranny nook, um, mm -hmm. speaks of God's glory, that it all points back to the Creator. It, I think that should be our main reason for yes. getting our children out into nature. There are many other reasons as well that you mentioned, but I think the that's the main one. A, yes. yes. Yeah, the main one. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for helping us figure out that balance between nature study and science lessons. As in anything, with, I see this over and over in Charlotte Mason's approach and her methods. She's got such a great balance yes. there yes. between the formal structured lessons and the personal discovery, gently guided, nudged, as you said, as needed. But that's just such a great balance for educating our children. All right, I'm going to give you more questions next time, so get ready. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll have more nature study questions and answers next time. Thanks for joining us.